welcome to Bad Thought Therapy. I am Shri Hardy. I appreciate you a million times for tuning in and listening to Bad Thought Therapy. Today, I am going to be sharing my thoughts, my one cent or two cents, about Roe versus Wade, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. And I know that I have quite a few international listeners, so I want to just kind of talk about what Roe versus Wade is, not assume that you already know, but in the United States, It was legal nationally for a woman to be able to end her pregnancy. Um, In 1973, a woman by the name of Norma McCorvey, who went by the legal name Jane Roe, was pregnant. She was pregnant with her third child. And as a citizen or resident of Texas, Texas at that time, it um, had a law that you could not end your pregnancy. And this woman already had two children. She was pregnant with a third. She did not want to have a child. So um, I don't know who met who, but the lawyers, either she went to the lawyers or the lawyers came to her when they found out her story. And she thought that she was going to be able to get an abortion. And that didn't happen. She ended up having her child and, and giving out her child for giving up her child for adoption. Um, I read somewhere that Ms. McCorvey, you know, drank and she used drugs while she was pregnant. She just did not want to focus on the pregnancy and have a child. She'd already had two. And the lawyers successfully argued against Henry Wade, who was the district attorney um, in Dallas, Texas at the time. And they successfully, um, the Supreme Court decided that, yes, a woman should have a right to be able to end her pregnancy with certain restrictions. So it was a national law that women in the United States could end their pregnancies. But of course, you cannot do that after certain terms or times, depending on your situation. I think like there are clauses, like if a woman's life was at risk, you know, you could end it past a certain amount of time and all those details I'm not sure about. And and I really just don't know if I would ever Um, get into that that deep but this whole issue it has been a controversy for for decades Um, there have been people that strongly believe that if you have an abortion you are killing a human being some people argue um, you're not Um, some people's argument is you know if a woman does not feel like she can have a child or take care of a child or want a child. She should have the right to not have that child. Some argue, you know, if you get pregnant, don't end the pregnancy. Give the baby away, put the baby in foster care, give it up for adoption. So you have so many different views on this. Um, And so my thing is, and I'm going to shift the focus a little bit and come back to the issue. My whole focus is on the children who are being born. And I've said this before in many episodes, I was a teacher for 31 years and I taught a lot of children. I I dealt with a lot of families and their children. And now as a business owner in a public space, I see families and children every single day. And I can tell you right now, what we need to focus on is not the unborn. We need to focus on the children and the women and people who are already here. And you don't need me to tell you, you could just turn on six o'clock news anywhere in this country. Every single day, children die. They get abused. They get raped. 
they get tortured, they get starved, they get neglected every single day, thousands in this country. And while there are people, mainly women, taking to the streets, saying, you know, we should have a right to not have a child if we don't want to. And I get that. Maybe that's something somebody needs to do. However, there needs to be a group of people, and I'm one of those people, who needs to focus on what is happening to the children who are alive today. And so the question that I'm going to ask, now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, what do we do? I'm a person, and I want people to join me with this. I am doing a little, you know, campaign on this, advertising campaign. I want people to begin to try to focus on solutions. You know, you can you can focus on the problem. You can talk about the problem. You can protest the problem. You can write about the problem. All of tweet about the problem. Guess what you're going to do? Stop, not solve the problem. You're not going to do anything. It is when you focus on solutions and you take actions for solutions, do you really have effective change? And so that is what... This is a wake-up call to say there are already thousands of children being raped and killed and tortured and neglected and all those bad things. They're already alive and having this happen. Imagine women who get pregnant and for whatever the reason, they don't want the child, they don't feel like they can take care of a child because they don't have the mental capacity or emotional or spiritual or financial, whatever. Can you imagine now a world where you have that going on? And if you can imagine that world, we need to now, women who are empowered and enlightened all over this world, all over this nation, you need to be thinking about what can we do? So that's what this podcast is about. Now that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, what are things that we can do to save lives, especially children's lives? And the number one thing, and I I haven't talked about this a lot, but the number one thing we need to do is start to educate our girls about their bodies and about sex. And I was one of those parents that I was very radical and unconventional (laughs) and unorthodox in my parenting style. I, I felt like my daughter needed to know the matters of life early. And I tried to use age-appropriate language, and I tried to be mindful of the fact that I didn't want her to be afraid, or I didn't want her to not enjoy her childhood, but in order to save her, in order to help her avoid a lot of pain, I needed her to be aware. So I believe in one of those, I believe in one of those parents who believes you should teach life to your children, because the whole purpose of being a parent is to raise your children to be able to navigate through life as a sane and emotionally healthy and intellectually healthy person. That is the whole purpose. You you raise them to be able to live in the world. They don't have to be of the world, but they need to be able to live in the world where they can feel like they can handle their lives. And that's going to look different to a lot of different people. I don't believe in the one size fits all, but 
we, if we want our children to be sane, we need to make sure that we're teaching them the things to help them to be emotionally healthy and mentally healthy. If we want them to be productive, they're not just going to grow up and then magically when they turn 18 or 21 become these things. You have to start from the time they leave your womb, you have to start teaching them certain things. So one of the things that we're going to have to do is we're going to have to start to educate our girls about their bodies and about um, what it means and sex and what it means if you get pregnant and all of those things. When I was in middle school, I didn't see this done at all in high school, I don't believe. Maybe it was done in high school, but when I was in middle school, one middle school I worked at, they had this activity where they had the children carry a five pound bag of sugar. And this, I think it was for like a week or maybe two weeks. And the whole thing was, it was teaching them about the responsibility of taking care of a child. So the lesson was, this is this bag of sugar is like your child. And I think they were told, you know, what they could do and not do. And by the end of that lesson, a lot of children in middle school were like, you know what, I don't want to have a child anytime soon. Now that's one part of the lesson. The other part is, in order to get pregnant, you have to have sex. And so we have to have comprehensive sex education programs that teach children, especially girls, because they're the ones that can get pregnant. Don't all this sex stuff, crazy sex stuff going on. You got to understand science. Only a female has a womb, has a uterus, and can get pregnant and carry a child and give birth to a child. And that has been since the beginning of time. It's been billions of years. I know science is going to try to figure out how to change that. But right now, they haven't been able to do that yet. And so, but that's that's what it is. And so you're going to have to target your girls about what happens when they have sex. If they have sex, because many times they're not going to be able, they, they don't feel like they can handle it. It doesn't matter what age they are. They could be 16, they could be 26 or 36. If they get pregnant, and the only way you can get pregnant is you have sex. If you don't want to have that child, or you don't feel like you can handle the responsibility of rearing a child or raising a child, then you need to educate girls about sex and the consequences of that. And this is where it gets real complex. You know, do you say don't have sex if you don't want to have a child? Or do you say if you have sex, you know, you need to have um, there, there's protection, there's birth control, what do you teach? But my thing is, you need to teach young girls early and on a regular basis about their bodies and teaching them how to protect their bodies and honor their bodies and keep their bodies healthy and the consequences of if they don't do that. Because if you have sex or someone assaults you and, and, and sex is involved, then it is a possibility that you're going to get pregnant. And so you have to understand that. And we have to begin, another thing we have to do, talk about educating our young girls about that. We have to begin, and some people say, well, let me back up, because some people say, well, why are you not talking about the boys? I, I We do need that. We need to talk about the young men. And I do, I, I've said this on many episodes before, I am praying almost daily, for God to raise up the kind of man 
that men will listen to and that boys will listen to that can help them understand how to be righteous men and how to be righteous boys and that they will um, you know some people argue well we're just sexual beings so we have to have sex we're more than sexual beings we are sexual beings but we're more than that we have brains we have the capability as humans not to give in to every impulse that we have not to give in to every fleshly um, lust or desire whatever you call it we, we have the ability to do that and while it may not always be easy to do depending on circumstances and situations it is possible and so yes we have to teach both boys and girls how to honor themselves their bodies we have to teach them about um, you know how to protect themselves sexually you got you have so many sexually transmitted diseases you have so many um of our boys especially black boys and black men dying from the aids virus hiv aids and you have this going on and what's amazing to me i don't hear anybody talking about it you hear people these people that are celebrities coming out and announcing that they have hiv or aids but then you would think that would follow that would be okay. We've got to we've got to educate our children about this so that we don't lose people, and that's exactly what we're doing. We're losing people, and I believe, and I know why people don't talk about it enough because they've got it to the point where you cannot even tell the truth anymore. If you if you try to tell people the truth that going against what is natural is going to cause pain and death. You may be attacked. You may be called a hater. or you know they, they may persecute you for speaking the truth. But the reality is we are dying. And I'm talking about mainly black people are dying out here in these streets. And it's because we can talk about it. And there's a way that you can talk about things with love and respect. And you just can't even worry about what anybody else is saying. But we have to teach our children the truth. Because if we don't teach them the truth, and we don't teach them cause and effect and the consequences of using their body in unnatural ways and having sex at the wrong time with the wrong people in the wrong ways, we are going to end up with what we have. We have a lot of people dying. And you don't just die, you suffer and die. You're on medication for life. I keep, you know, and some people argue, well, that's what the whole plan is. You know, some people, I talk to people, these crazy people, that would make sure, I shouldn't say that, but I talk to people who believe in a lot of conspiracy theories. And, you know, there are people who believe, well, yeah, that's what they want. They want you to be on medication and they want you to die and they want us to die out and all of that. I don't know if that's true, but what I do know is that we don't have to, 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 to make a big um, campaign about this. Each individual person needs to be responsible for his or her village or tribe and teach people the truth that if you misuse your body or you use things on your body in an unnatural way here are the consequences the consequences lead to pain and they lead to death and they lead to financial issues all kinds of issues because if let's say you get sick and you get a disease then you gotta, if you want to live, 
it costs medication costs. So then you got to pay for the medication. You got to pay for the treatment. You got to pay for the hospitalization. And you got to, you know, and then if you have to work, how are you going to go be in the hospital being treated and you have to go work? Most jobs don't even have sick time built in. So how do you do all these things? And so that's what it's all about. We have to teach our children the truth to save their lives, to save them their money, to save their health, to save everything. And it doesn't take, you don't have to be on Twitter. You don't have to be on Facebook or you don't have to be on Instagram. What you got to do, a trick talk, you have to get the truth and share the truth, especially with young people. The other thing that we have to do, um, and this is this has always been an issue for me, we have to provide support for women who do get pregnant. You know, when I was young, I'm almost 60 now, and I would see people protesting against abortion. I never heard anybody say, and maybe they were saying this, and I don't see everything and hear everything. Well, you know what? Have your baby and we'll support you. We come to us, we have a plan in place, or we have a program in place to help support you, will help you during your pregnancy, will help you after the pregnancy, because having a child is a very serious issue. It's a matter of life and death. In order to be able to take for care of a child, you have to have certain things in place. You're gonna to have to have finances. Unless there is a free place to stay, you have to have money. You have to food costs, lights costs, transportation costs, childcare costs. So if a person is pregnant, but she doesn't have those things, then again, the child is going to suffer. And that's what we have every day. We have children who are suffering in abject poverty with rats and they don't have food and, and violence and all of these evil things. And yet, I don't hear any talk about it. You guys, we have to provide. If you're listening and you can, again, don't worry, don't, don't worry about the forest. Just worry about the tree in front of you and nurture that tree or the trees in front of you and begin to figure out a way that we can help each other so that women who are pregnant and do have children help them because those are the children who are alive. I know some people are going to focus on the unborn. I'm not going to get into why or, you know, if they should or not, because they have a purpose too. But we have to focus on the born, the people who are already here and making sure that those people can grow up healthy and strong and sane and mentally and emotionally and spiritually healthy. So that's what we got to do. That's another thing. Educate our girls, educate all children, but especially girls about their bodies, about sexual appropriateness, and we have to provide support for women who are pregnant. We have to improve our foster care system. You know, I read a lot, I watch a lot of these different crime shows and different things where people grow up without parents who took care of them. And you could think of all, you could go down the line and list every famous, killer, serial killer in the world. And I guarantee you, if you do just a little bit of research, uh, these mass shootings, these shooters in these mass shooting cases, you will find out that it goes back to their childhood. Something happened. 
mama or daddy wasn't doing right or they weren't there then they got into the foster care system or they nobody was there to help let me tell you go back and do your research we have to improve the foster care system if a woman because you want women to have children somebody want some people want women to have children and they're going to have them and when they have them and they cannot take care of them and appropriately appropriately i want to say this because they are children growing up in homes and the most horrific things are happening and right now as i speak and it you know and it comes out in these different shows and some people survive and some people don't some people some people children die in this but i i it mar- i marvel because i read so many stories where children went to foster care and foster care was like a nightmare and i don't get this why you would say oh bring the kids to me i'll take care of them i'll help them but then instead of helping them you abuse them you treat them um you say you love them but you treat them like they are less than your dog that evil has to stop and i don't know we have to have better checks and balances with foster care we have to have and i know what it is because people in order for us to change our communities and make an impact you got to be in the trenches you got to be on the front line see i'm on the front lines now and what i realized is that the people who are on twitter and writing all these books they don't see what i see so they don't really know how to solve the problems because they're not dealing with the problem like we are and that is what the people who are on the front lines have to do again don't try to focus on the forest try to focus on one tree or the two trees or the little garden in front of you and if each person in their own ability and strength can help somebody else we can see an improvement in our community i just believe that i know we can and so we have to do that the other thing is and this is going to sound crazy and i'm running out of time we got to bring back orphanages we got to bring back safe places where children can stay when people have children because again thousands of children are born every day to mothers who are simply not able to take care of them you don't need me to say this it goes without saying you're watching the 6:00 news like i said just yesterday a woman killed three of her children right here in atlanta just a few weeks ago a young girl had her baby sent back to her with her body all broken up and she now is permanently brain damaged because the child's biological father almost beat her to death by his own admission this is the reality and yet we're focusing on or some people are focusing on the unborn we must focus on the born who are being killed and abused and raped and neglected every single day and we've got to bring back I'm a, I've always wanted to do this if I had a million dollars I would have an orphanage we need to bring back something a safe place a safe house where children can grow up and be loved and be nurtured and helped and I just still believe that there are good people out there I'm I'm cynical sometimes but I'm not that cynical and I'm not hopeless totally hopeless where I don't believe it's possible but it is possible I believe that there are people out there and we need to bring those back and anybody can get pregnant 
and anybody can have a child. But not everybody can raise a child in a way that that child is not dealing with nightmares for the rest of his or her life or dealing, have to go through therapy because of the crap. We all, nobody is perfect. No, no, no parent is perfect. No woman is perfect. No man is perfect. No child is perfect. Nobody is perfect. But what we can do each and every day is we can strive to do what is right. And remember what I always said, if you're confused about what is right and wrong, because some people are, right is what helps people, empowers people, inspires people, lifts people up, builds them. What is hurtful is what destroys people. And there are things in this society that are being pushed out and mainstream that are destructive to humanity, but particularly for the black community. And it's intentional. You, you Don't miss it. It is intentional. I'm going to do a whole episode on something that I just found out. Something about National Geographic has come up with this. Um, and I'm doing a sidebar now with how people are going to look in 50 years and the average American is not even going to be like black or white or Hispanic. And it's intentional that they're creating, and I'm going to do, I want to write a book called, um, and I maybe I should get the title, but it's intentional that they're pushing this narrative where they don't want black people or they don't want these groups of people. They want them to be mixed. And that's intentional, and that's because power is threatened, you know, and that's a whole nother show. But anyway, we got to do something. Trust and believe when I say that we can solve the problem. So here's the challenge. Number one, don't worry about the forest. Worry about a few trees that are right in front of you. Educate children about sex and the consequences of having sex irresponsibly and when you're not ready to you can't even take care of yourself let alone take care of a child educate children on the consequences of misusing their bodies and things on their bodies you have to don't talk against anybody don't talk against anything just teach them this is what's on your body this is what it's used for and if you use it outside of that you're going to get pain or death period you're going to get pain or death, period. And that's a fact. That's a scientific fact. That's a biological or anatomical fact. Teach that. That's it. Don't teach them anything else. And you will make a difference. Number two, educate boys and girls, but mainly girls, because girls are the only one that can carry a child and deliver that child. Number two, provide support for pregnant women. Again, I know that this whole issue has focused on the unborn or women being able to have the right if they get pregnant to end the pregnancy but we got to focus on the born the living and there are some children who are living here and they need support parents you know we need to help people and there are ways that we can help each other especially women and we have resources for women who have children to help other women and we can turn this thing around provide support so that children can experience, be healthy, and be happy. It's possible, you guys. God improved our foster care system. I cannot tell you. I remember years ago reading um, Cupcake Brown's story. If you have not read the book, A Piece of Cake by Cupcake Brown. She is an attorney in California. 
and she writes her memoir, her autobiography, and it is just tear-jerking to know that when her mother died, when she was very young, what she went through as a child. And I, I grieved over that book for weeks after reading it because it was like no adult helped her. It was like almost every adult failed her. We can do better than that. We can, we can, we got to improve foster care where children have a place to be safe. Again, this is radical. Bring back the orphanages. Bring back homes where children can grow up and they can stay until they can take care of themselves. And I believe it's possible if we get some nurturing and caring people. I know that when children grow up in homes where there is abuse and neglect, those children often have a lot of problems and those problems create challenges for working with them but it is possible to work with them. It is hard work, but it's possible to help them. If you have not read the book, The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog by Dr. Bruce Perry, you need to get that book. I've been talking about it on some episodes because therapy is possible. Um, It is hard and tragic things happen. So you guys, I see the red light on my computer screen. I want to thank you again for tuning in to Bad Thought Therapy. Don't forget, you can go to badthoughttherapy.com for additional resources. You can also donate and help me keep going. I appreciate you. God bless you and keep you always. Take care.